the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's Tim DeMoss and uh, you listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. 402 forecast. We're heading for a basically clear evening. Low 33. Good deal of sun the next couple of days. High 48 tomorrow and 46 on Sunday. Flyers lost last night. Sixers home tonight against Utah. The home debut of new acquisition superstar Jimmy Butler. And the Eagles at New Orleans Sunday afternoon, 425 kickoff. Thursday night football last night, Seattle over Green Bay, 27-24. Speaking of the Seahawks, we're going to give away a couple copies of the book Walk On this hour. Walk On was written by the special assistant to the Seahawks head coach, Pete Carroll. His name is Ben Malcolmson. We had him on the show recently to talk about Walk On. Uh, ben has had a crazy life path thus far. Some real highs, some very disappointing lows. We're going to play a few short clips from our chat and give away copies of that book later in the hour. They just came in the mail. Uh, actually, if you want, you can text in uh, anytime and get yourself in the running that way too. 610 500 3683 is our new text line for the show. 610 500 3683, which spells dove. All we need is your first and last name, what town you're from, and the words walk on. If you would like to get in the running for that book, we'll draw from our text entries later on in the hour. Uh, before that, though, time sensitive here. Tonight is the kickoff for Family Life's Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference at the Crown Plaza in King of Prussia. Starts at 7 o'clock, a few hours from now, runs through midday on Sunday. They have a very healthy crowd coming. Should be a great event. There is still room if you want to make it happen. You're like, you know what? Let's do it. Uh, you can Google Family Life Weekend to Remember and get yourself signed up that way. We had one of the two speakers who's going to be there this weekend on the program, and his name is Greg Speck. And uh, I thought I'd give you a, a little taste of the interview that we had with Greg because I'll give you a little insight uh, as to what's happening this weekend when you go. So this is a little bit of our conversation uh, from a few weeks back. Hey, Greg Speck. Hold on, I'll get him. Thank Hello. you. <laughs> hey, we have yes. Greg Speck, not to be confused with Gregory Peck on the line. Wow, that is old school. Yeah. Does anybody even remember Gregory Peck? I know I do. He was born in the same state as you, California. Did you know that? California, yeah. But you know what? I feel like you're probably a lot older than I am. So <laughs> Yes. You'd yes. remember that. I probably you know I'm ninety four. Way before my death. <laughs> oh, okay. Well wow, you are older. Okay. Yeah. Well, if I can impose on you for a moment to paint a brief picture of what's in store at the conference, I'm guessing you have done this more than once, or is this the first time around for you? With well, actually, uh, over 15 years speaking for Family Life. Wow. So, yes, I've done a few of these conferences, 
And we like to describe it as a tune-up for your marriage. You know, you uh, you have at least one car, probably a couple of cars, and you put down a chunk of change for that. So every once in a while you get a tune-up because that just makes sense. Yes. You uh, got married and probably put down a chunk of change for that wedding. So every once in a while it's good to get a tune-up because that just makes sense. And that's what this whole weekend is. We're talking about threats to your marriage. We're talking about effective communication. How do you resolve conflict? What's the plan? What's the purpose? What does it mean to be a husband and a dad, a wife, a mom? So much good stuff packed into a weekend. And I promise to try to be funny entertaining, enthusiastic, so that not only is the weekend informative, but it is fun at the same time. I would encourage you, you will get so much good information that you can practically apply to your relationship immediately. Would you say that some folks think of a conference or they may not be totally aware and they're thinking this is just for one kind of couple, whether it's everybody who has their stuff together, or on the other end, where things are on life support, so to speak, and it's just a damage control thing. You find it's for everybody. People come wherever they come from. They're all welcome. Yeah, we have those who have been married for literally just a week or two, all the way to those who have been married for 40, 50, 60 years, and in every conceivable situation. Uh, some uh, struggling with the heartbreak of affairs, some really this is their last gap, others gasp, others doing really well. So honestly, this is applicable no matter where you are in kind of your life journey. Greg Speck is our guest. He'll be speaking. You call it Speck Speak or what do you call it when you're at these conferences? Wow, that would be creative. I just No, I just. Just call me Greg. Just, I just Greg. Just Greg. So that's the name of the con- the this little seminar part you do. Like it's just Greg, kind of like every man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> actually, it's just the weekend to remember. I will be there with another great couple, um, and uh, the Schulers, and we'll just take turns sharing through the entire weekend. My understanding is that it's a little bit. It's more about going to the talks and conversations that you have as opposed to uh, it's not a big counseling session or even small group discussions as much as you know, it's in a large group, but then the, the couples are encouraged to go back and have private time. And it's, it, it's a combination of, of learning and growing, but also really you know reconnecting and having some dating time, courting each other again, even a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, let me, relieve your worry and say there are no small groups, no small groups. So, you know, you don't have to talk with anybody else. You're not going to be sharing yourself with anybody else. So you don't have to worry about that. And we do have breakout times for just you as a couple. And this gives you an opportunity to apply what you have just heard from the front specifically to you and to your marriage relationship. And, Uh, These are great times just to be able to get away together 
and do something that matters for your marriage. Yeah. Uh, it, it is totally worth it. The time, the cost, all of that, it is a great investment in your life and in the life of your marriage. So that's a little clip from our chat with Greg Speck, who's one of the speakers for Family Life's Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference coming up starting at 7 o'clock tonight, and it runs through Sunday around lunchtime. Uh, also ask Greg just to give us, okay, can, you know, since he's one of the speakers, can you share with us, you know, just a little something because he talks on different topics. Pick something you're going to talk about. One of the things I'll be talking on is going to be communication. And I'm going to be talking about the fact that there are two types of communicators in your house. There are cognitive communicators and emotional communicators. Cognitive communicators, they want to deal with the facts. What's the time? What's the temperature? What's the score? How much does it cost? Don't tell me a story. I don't need a story. Just get to the point. What's the point? My hand's up. And then you have... <laughs> yeah, then you have emotional communicators, and they want to deal with feelings. How do you feel? How do I feel? How do we feel? And I don't know why this is, but opposites tend to attract. So you have an emotional communicator who marries a cognitive communicator, and you drive each other insane. It's like you feel like you are always missing each other. So what's the key? The key is you honor each other's style of communication, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about during the weekend, just a practical tip that will make a huge difference in you connecting as husband and wife when it comes to communication. A little bird told me that you were actually engaged two different times. And it's a long oh, story. Crying out loud. <laughs> Why would anybody even bring that up? Yes, that is true. So yeah. I, I, I didn't know if you wanted to clue us in a little bit. Obviously, if you were engaged twice, maybe, you know, you know something. Even if we could just leave it at that, maybe you can share well, at the conference. <laughs> yeah, I was engaged twice to the same woman. Yes. Okay, right. so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not two different women. So, yeah, got engaged, then I broke the engagement. Man. My wife likes to remind me of that, not often, like every other week. <laughs> and then uh, finally came to my senses, and, uh, yes, we have been married now for over 40 years. Wow, that's crazy. And what I say to the couples is, look, if you're hoping to have a speaker in front of you that has it all together, you're going to be so disappointed <laughs> that um, I'm in this with you, that we do some things well, we do some things poorly. I just want to pass on to you some information that's really helped Bonnie and I, and we'd just like to share it with you. That's Greg Speck. He's one of the speakers at the uh, Crown Plaza in King of Prussia tonight. He's there all weekend, along with the other couple he just mentioned. 7 o'clock this evening, Google Family Life Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference or King of Prussia. You'll find your way there, and there is still room. There are a lot of folks who have already signed up. Hundreds have, but there's still room. There's a you know big place. They still have room for some more. If you want to make a last-minute decision to, you know what, let's go do that, there is still time to do so. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to continue our show. Uh, coming up. 
We mentioned have Jay Stringer, who is the author of a book called Unwanted. It's uh, how sexual brokenness reveals our way to healing. And it's a, it's a tough topic, but it's a, a, a good topic to, to sort through and work with. So we'll be talking with him. We'll have a few books of his to give away. We also have Ben Malcolmson. And as I mentioned, he was the special assistant to the Seattle Seahawks head coach, Pete Carroll. He wrote a book called Walk On. And we'll give away a couple of those uh, books here in just a couple of moments on WFIL. Hang on. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 416 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. We're going to be giving away a copy or two of a book called Walk On in a second. If you'd like to get yourself in the running for that, just send a quick text to our text line, which we just started yesterday. I'm excited. Uh, 610 500 dove just so happens that's what it spells they only let you see the first six letters when you're picking out a phone number and 610 500 was nice turns out the last four letters spelled dove 3683 we'll take it so just again uh, name where you're from you know joe smith delran new jersey and the words walk on that is if your name is joe smith if it's not you should put your name you know where you're from that kind of thing and we'd like to give away copies of this book, Walk On. So here's the backstory for this. Uh, this guy, Ben Malcolmson, played peewee football in fifth grade and a bunch of other sports. Didn't like it. Never played it. You know, just put it all down. So I'm not playing football. You fast forward 10 years and Ben is a senior in college at USC. He's a journalism major. Wanted to write a story for the school paper as he was entering his senior year on what it would be like to try out for the football team as a walk on. Keep in mind, you have many gifted athletes there already who have been recruited, given a scholarship, uh, you know, spots on the team that are pretty much guaranteed. And then you have this little opportunity for the population at large. Maybe there's a, a diamond in the rough somewhere that has this thing called a walk on you know, path, an opportunity for an open tryout. Not all colleges do that, but USC did do that. And at the time, USC was in the midst of some amazing years. They were a real powerhouse. They were the number one team in college, I think, uh, or three years in a row. So Ben, who's a journalism major, just wanting to write a story about what we'd like to try out for the team, goes through the process of trying out for the team and actually makes the team. And he's first he thought he's being, you know, punked like this is, can't be possible. But it turns out he actually made the team. He hadn't played football since fifth grade. So he wrote the article for the paper, wound up quitting to focus on football, whatever that was going to bring. Uh, but then he got injured within the first month. The players were mammoth. He's, I think, 160 pounds. Uh, the players did not hold back in practice. And uh, it appeared that Ben would be out for most of the year, that he was going to have a chance to do this football thing. And uh, nine months. But then it turns out, through God's healing, it accelerated the process. Ben made it back in about half the time. So that's kind of the, the lead up to when Ben starts talking about uh, his time on the USC football team. When I made that team, I had a, just a deep sense in my heart that God had me there for a reason and that it was something far greater than just suiting up and playing football, that he had me there for an eternal purpose. And so I was pressing into that from day one and went through a lot of ups and downs, um, mostly downs at the beginning because I tried to start a Bible study and no one showed up and I tried to start a prayer group and no one showed up. And then I just tried to be a light, tried to be a good friend, a good teammate and love my teammates well. And, and nothing was happening. I was seeing zero fruit and zero results. 
And then uh, at the end of the season, right before we play in the Rose Bowl, I get an idea that everyone on the team should get a Bible. And I had read in Isaiah 55, it says, if his word goes out, it's not return empty. And so I got 100 Bibles and placed one in every teammate's locker and was very excited to see my purpose come to fruition and see God work here because, first of all, he's faithful to his promise that if his word goes out, it's not going to return empty. And second of all, I just knew that he had me there for a reason, and I hadn't seen it yet. So this had to be it because we were running out of time. The, the end of the season was there. So right. I uh, placed a Bible in every guy's locker and fully expecting just revival to break out. And uh, I walk into the locker room the next day, just total opposite is what I see. I see pages of the Bible just shredded, ripped up, thrown all over the floor. Or hmm. couldn't even see the carpet because all you saw were just shredded pages of the Bible everywhere. So it was crushing and uh, just another failure in me trying to find my purpose. But thankfully, uh, years down the road, I, I see the the fulfillment of my purpose uh, when I re- re-encounter a teammate of mine. Just a little excerpt from our conversation with Ben Malcolmson. Again, he is the special assistant to the Seattle Seahawks head coach, Pete Carroll, currently is. And this book he wrote called Walk On details some really crazy twists and turns, highs and lows. One of the biggest lows Ben came had with regard to Super Bowl 49, I believe it was, when the Seahawks and Patriots were going at it. The Seahawks had won the Super Bowl the year before. They're on the one-yard line with 30 seconds or so left in the game. It looks like you know they're really knocking on the door. One play in, do they give it to their big running back, Marshawn Lynch, beast mode, have him run through the line and score a touchdown and win the Super Bowl for the second year in a row. Instead, uh, Russell Wilson steps back, throws a pass that gets intercepted, and they go from being right there on the cusp of being repeat champs and a team on the rise to a team that just said, what just happened? And Ben Malcolmson was standing right near head coach Pete Carroll when all this happened. Uh, so this is, in fact, he actually starts the book, Walk On, talking about that for you. Oh, and- 100%. 100%. I think that's the crazy part and the, the coolest part is that it takes that hindsight perspective. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm playing the wrong clip. I want to play that one in a second. But the clip I want to play, this is where he talks about, uh, I had three clips. This is the one I wanted to play. Here we go. Talking about that, that uh, yeah, it was crazy because there this we win Super Bowl forty eight. The Seahawks beat the Broncos there in New York, and then literally one year later we find ourselves back in the Super Bowl playing the Patriots and make it all the way down to the one yard line, and it's one of the most famous plays in, in Super Bowl history, and obviously highly debated. And uh, our quarterback throws an interception there on the on the one yard line in the final seconds of the game, and we go from the highest high of, of winning a Super Bowl a year before to uh, 364 days later, losing a Super Bowl on the one-yard line. And it was so crushing and very heartbreaking in so many ways. Um, but obviously there's so many lessons uh, spiritually to take from that and just from a life sense that that your past doesn't define you, that you keep moving on and there's there's more to come than what's behind us. And uh, no matter what what's happened, whether you're on the, the highest mountain or the lowest valley, that there's always more ahead when we're following God that he's taken us from glory to glory, and he's got great things in store for us. Yeah, so that's Ben Malcolmson, and then the clip I was playing there a second ago that I meant to play, I would play now is just simply asking him, because, you know, when you write a book, it often is because you've done something, you've finished something, and here's my complete thought on it. But considering all of the twists and turns in Ben's life, I asked him, do you really feel like, you know, he's a young guy, that there's still a lot of twists and turns, and the, the book is really not done yet? Oh, 100%. 100%. I think that's the crazy part and the the coolest part is that it takes that hindsight perspective to really 
grasp what God is doing. Um, it's it's almost impossible to fully grasp what God is doing in the moment, um, just because we don't we can't fathom what He's up to. We don't have the eyes to see or the ears to hear um, to the level that He's at work. And so, um, having that that 2020 perspective when you look back and you're like, okay, now I see what God was doing, um, both through the ups and the downs. And in uh, my story, I shared a little bit about it, but through all those challenges pointed to just an incredibly amazing set of circumstances where one of my teammates who ended up passing away was was saved just a few days before he died um, that season um, through those Bibles and through another teammate. And I I didn't see it in the moment. I saw it four years later when I reconnected with another teammate. And it's just crazy that God is always at work, whether we can see it or not. Um, And so just to, to keep pressing on, and the book is titled Walk On, just to encourage us to keep walking on, just keep taking those steps one after another day by day and uh, whatever God has placed in front of us, just be faithful with that and trust and know that he is at work, that he does have a purpose for you uh, wherever you're at. All right. So that's Ben Malcolmson again, the special assistant to uh, Seattle Seahawks head coach, Pete Carroll, and his brand new book is called walk on. I have a couple of copies to give away. Uh, So if you're interested in one, send me a quick text. The number is 610-536-8360-610-500-3683, which spells Dove. It's a new number we have here for the show. So that's an easy way, hopefully, for folks to get their name in the running. Just need name, where you're from, uh, and the words walk on. And then we'll put you in the mix for that. We'll take a break. And then we're going to come back with Jay Stringer, an author of another book that we're going to be giving away. It's called Unwanted. Different topic here. It's uh, it's called How Sexual Brokenness Reveals Our Way to Healing. And rather than running from uh, brokenness or not talking about it, is to meet it head on. And with God's power, how do you uh, bring healing about? So we'll talk with Jay here in just a couple of moments. And again, if you'd like to win the uh, book we were just talking about there with Ben Malcolmson, Walk On, send me a text and we'll put you in the running here. 610-500-3683. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 429. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show at AM560 WFIL, Friday the 16th of November 2018. few clouds ahead tonight. Not much else. 33 the low. Sunny tomorrow. High 48. Mix of clouds and sun on Sunday. 46 the high. Flyers lost last night to New Jersey. Eagles are home Sunday afternoon. For Sorry, what are we saying there? At New Orleans Sunday afternoon. The Sixers are home. That's tonight. All right, it's Friday afternoon. My brain's a little fried at this point. Utah uh, is who the Sixers are playing tonight. Should be an interesting game because you got Jimmy Butler, the new big superstar they they traded for, uh, going to be on the court tonight along with Joel Embiid and Lionel uh, uh, Simmons, Ben Simmons. I'm saying Lionel Simmons. Yeah, see, it is. <laughs> There's 30 minutes to go, and I can I can uh, decompress a little bit. It is. Uh, it was quite a day yesterday. I don't know about you. It's funny because if you're ever into the radio station here, I just paint a picture. We have a long driveway. And it's kind of fun because it's uh, it's it's na- somewhat narrow. And with all the snow yesterday, I just decided to stay late and wait it out. I did not want to be part of what people were going through yesterday, and I'm glad that I did. I, I actually left like 9 o'clock at 10 o'clock at night. But it was worth it because I got stuff done. And uh any case, but coming down the driveway today with the snow melting and everything, it was almost like your Six Flags, like the flume. You know, you're going, water's flying everywhere. It's kind of fun. And, uh, in fact, I'm doing the show today in my socks 
It's true, Joe. You know? Yeah, Joe's backing up. Are you doing it? You too. Yeah, my shoes are all wet. There we go. I'm just, it's a, it was mush out there, and it was it was not a good scene. So in any case, uh, we're we're now heading into a little nicer weekend. My daughter had a big soccer tournament tomorrow that got canceled because they, even though it's supposed to be nice, the ground's going to be all muddy and everything. So they're going to maybe try and get it in in December. Imagine that, an outdoor soccer tournament in December. But it's going to be tomorrow at least as far as the uh, the playability goes. So as we continue on. Uh, we have Jay Stringer checking in. Uh, he wrote a book called Unwanted, How Sexual Brokenness Reveals Our Way to Healing. And uh, glad to have you on. Thanks. Hey, how you doing, Jay? Hello, Tim. Thank- how are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day for us. You have a book out that we wanted to talk about called Unwanted. And uh, you also, just for setup, you're a licensed mental health counselor. You're an ordained minister and an author. Uh, and you have an MDiv and master's in counseling psychology. So you have a lot going for you in those regards. And if we wanted to focus, I'm, I'm guessing they all came into play with Unwanted, right? They did, very much so. Yeah. Well, our culture is full of examples of brokenness in the sexual realm, uh, pornography and sexting and extramarital affairs and all of that. And I thought we could start off just by unpacking the title, most specifically the word Unwanted, because it... It almost seems like it could mean two things, uh, unwanted as I wish I hadn't done that, but also unwanted in terms of I wish that hadn't happened to me or affected me, uh, you know, peripheral people around the, around the person who's doing these things. So maybe you could share a little bit about how the title came about of the book. Sure. Yeah. So I, a lot of what I began to experience as a therapist was that a lot of times when people would come into my office, they would say, you know, I don't know if I'm an addict. I struggle with pornography occasionally. I'm drawn towards an affair when I'm on a business trip. Does that mean I'm an addict? And so I think initially what I'm trying to work with is just uh, that all of us have dimensions of our life, um, especially our sexual life, that at the end of the day we wish were not true of us. Uh, So it's an unwanted dimension of our life. And yet what I also found working with clients and just a lot of emails uh, was that the longer that you remain in a place of unwanted sexual behavior, uh, the more unwanted you really begin to feel. So you look um, at a lot of the behavior that you've participated in, maybe since you were 10, 11, 12 years old, yeah. uh, and you fear that if people really got to know you at the worst, at some of your greatest failures, then you would be rejected. And so I really, in the title, just wanted to change the paradigm of saying we don't just need to call everything an addiction, but we can actually work with people to say, if there's an unwanted dimension of your life, uh, let's go and pursue healing for that. So the premise of this book is that, you know, our sexual brokenness is not a life sentence to sexual sin. It can actually be a roadmap to healing. Quite a a thought. It really is. Uh, And then the full title, Unwanted, or with the subtitle, how Sexual Brokenness Reveals Our Way to Healing. Uh, chatting with Jay Stringer, who wrote this book, and a lot of work went into it, surveying uh, thousands of women and men, uh, I think it was 3,800 or so, who had been seeking out guidance in the midst of their own sexual brokenness, wherever it may have originated. What was the background on that? Did you know you wanted to write a book and you had a certain amount of people you want to talk to, or just over time it started to come together and you realize, I think I have something here? Yeah, that's a great question, Tim. So um, what I started observing in my private practice was that uh, men and women were arriving in my office that had almost no understanding of what freedom from sexual brokenness had involved. So 
uh, if they grew up in a church context, uh, they basically had been told to try to bounce their eyes. Uh, some had been told to put rubber bands around their wrists that every time they felt a sexual thought to kind of just pull the rubber band. Hmm. Uh, and then, you know, some of the millennial audiences and younger uh, were in youth groups that there was actually like jars uh, that if you looked at pornography, you would have to put like $5 in or something like that. Wow. And so um, just as the years went on, people had been told, you know, pursue accountability, maybe get a filtering device. And yet what was lost in all of that was really the uh, this question of why did that even originate to you for you in the, in the first place. And so yeah. as one of my clients said to me, he said, Jay, I've been having the same conversation with my accountability partner for the last 15 years and something isn't working here. Hmm. Uh, and so to me, central to just the, the work of God is when God comes to Adam, it, God doesn't say, Adam, stop hiding. He says, where are you? Hagar, who's just been immensely traumatized by the first family of the faith, the angel of the Lord, appears to her and asks really two questions that any friend, therapist, pastor uh, should really be asking quite a bit more, which is, where do you come from and where are you going? And so central to the gospel to me is that God is always inviting us to deeper reflection about how our sorrow and our sin came to be. And so with all of that, I just said, what if we just asked people who were struggling with pornography, uh, with infidelity, with men who were buying sex, what if we just asked them, where do you come from uh, and what are you currently dealing with? And so, as you mentioned, I pulled about 3,800 people um, to ask about their families of origins, their relationship with their mom and dad, formative experiences that they lived through as children, um, but also really got into what were they dealing with in the present, whether that was a lack of purpose, depression, feeling overwhelmed, and then how did all of that go on to affect their relationship to sexual brokenness? And the data that we got was absolutely fascinating, that even the pornography searches that people are making, uh, the very specifics uh, of what people Google, yeah. can be shaped, if not predicted, by the parts of their story that remain unaddressed. And so wow. the implication that Unwanted takes is that if you want to find freedom from sexual brokenness, you absolutely can, but you have to begin to identify the unique reasons that bring you to it in the first place. Jay Stringer, author of the new book, Unwanted, is our guest. We'll be back in a moment. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 440. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 and WFIL.com. Don't forget, we have an app you're welcome to use, not just for this program, but anything we're doing here at WFIL. Free download from WFIL.com, and you can carry us wherever you go. Chat with Jay Stringer. He is a licensed mental health counselor, an ordained minister, an author as well, has an MDiv and master's in counseling psychology from the Seattle School of Theology and Psychology, and he has this new book, uh, called Unwanted, How Sexual Brokenness Reveals Our Way to Healing. Uh, did you find, and, and, and we're just tuning in, almost 3,800 women and men were, were you know, surveyed for this. It's a, it's a work of research, but not just for its own sake. It's really to propel in the right direction to help people as they're processing their brokenness. And uh, I was wondering, did you find that uh, on one hand, because even just the topic of sexuality is different, like Scripture talks about, 
all other sins are outside a man's body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. It's a di- it's a different mm-hmm. level, right? So, do you find that um, people who are you were talking with, even one level of being willing to like maybe for them it's picking a scab off, like they they just they haven't talked about it for a long time, and so they don't even really want to go back to that because they're not really sure what they're going to find. They weren't successful last time they thought about it, or they don't know where they're going to go with it, or or something like that, where it's just a, a victory to even get back to that discussion. So they can do this this process of examine the pain, so they can move to the beauty. Yes, very much so. One of the ways that I think about that is, um, so I live in Seattle, Washington. Uh, over the summer, I made a goal to bike into work every single day. Uh, so late August, about to achieve my goal, and I was at a red light downtown Seattle. And I don't know if you've ever had those adult moments where you fall off a bike, but I went to push my pedal forward and the chain just didn't move. So I fell all 62 centimeters over uh, and gashed up my leg, but I also fell on my wrist and my hand, which I didn't really realize because my leg was bleeding. And so here I am, you know, two, three months later now, and my left hand still very much hurts. And so I can try and develop all these strategies to avoid it, ibuprofen, I can try and take a drink. Uh, But in some ways, at some point, I'm going to have to go back to the reality that something got broken many months ago. Mm. And that's really difficult for me to have to acknowledge, much less to address and schedule, uh, you know, an x-ray, figure out everything related to insurance and out-of-pocket. Like, I know it's going to cost me time and money to go back there. And that's so much of what I think people that completed the survey that I created and also when you really begin to get into therapy, um, you know that it's going to hurt. And yet at the same time, so many people reach out so sadly and tragically only after a crisis. So after they've just been fired, after their spouse has just figured out that uh, their spouse has been unfaithful or is involved in pornography. And so I think that that's the kind of the cry of the soul of saying, I, I don't want to go back. Um, but I also, I can look at the future and really see that it's, there's not a lot of goodness. There's not a lot of beauty. There's not a lot of integrity ahead. So what does it mean if I actually open myself up to the reality to say that I, I need to have the humility that I don't fully understand my sexual brokenness in this way of shame, this way of hiding, this way of a lack of curiosity, um, yeah. it really hasn't gotten me too far. And so I think that that's the invitation is to say, this isn't just about going into some of the difficult parts of our life and story. That indeed is true. But what will await us is really something so stunning, so beautiful uh, to be able to have a life that is free, um, that's not able to be seduced because you have a sense of what your story is and therefore you know when your temptations will arise. One of the things that we found in the research was that if you actually pursued someone to talk to when you were struggling, uh, you saw a 22% reduction in unwanted sexual behavior. Hmm. So one of the things that initially happens with people is that in our shame, uh, we try to run from its messages. We try to run away constantly. But the problem with that is that it actually legitimizes its messages about who we are. So one of my favorite interviews in the last couple of years was uh, this guy who does the video work for the show Shark Week. Okay. Uh, and his name is Andy Casagrande. And he was interviewed, and he, they basically said, Andy, what do you do when you're in the waters with a great white shark? And he said, it's counterintuitive, but you swim right at the shark with the camera. 
No way. And what he said is that that tr- the this you know the great white will kind of swim up to the camera, realizes that it's not food, and then it realizes everything in the whole entire ocean swims away from me. What is this thing doing that's actually swimming at me? And this and the shark basically has a flight response and swims away. And what Andy goes on to say is that if you don't act like prey, they will not treat you like prey. Hmm. And so to me, that has so much of just an understanding of all of us is that we run pretty consistently from this great white shark of shame in our sexual life. But if we can actually begin to turn towards it with compassion, with understanding, with integrity to name what's true, uh, we will see the power of shame disarmed in our life, which then allows us to integrate, to share openly with our community, and to really begin to engage what are the specifics that bring me uh, to my sexual brokenness. Jay Stringer, the author of Unwanted, How Sexual Brokenness Reveals Our Way to Healing. I'm thinking as you're speaking also just, you know, in a in a very general, uh, well, general but true sense, uh, according to Scripture, you know, our hearts just go after things. It could be the sexual realm, which is what the book talks about, but there's lots of things that are, if you call it an idol, it's not too strong a word. It's just things that we want instead of God or God's there or something we're against God. But we have these other things that we think are better than God. And I've shared this on the air before, but um, in Psalm 84, verse 11, it says, um, no good thing does the Lord hold back from those whose Mm -hmm. walk is blameless. And I don't mean it to mean being perfect. I, I think about that more about God's character. Like God is good. Mm-hmm. He never he never is trying to hold something good back from you. If he wanted you to have an affair, he would have put it in the Bible and said, go have affairs or or marry nine people or whatever. Then, okay, good. So I can go do that. But so anyhow, I just – what part – I guess all of which is to say on a, on a very simple level, how do you – as you talk with folks and have the opportunity, does just the idea of something is wrong, like you know what? The real, real core issue is – that you're worshiping something besides the person you were, you know, created to worship. Where does sin come into this? You know, like how much of the will? Not because yeah. you're not talking like, oh, I'm all a victim. Like I know you know that's not what you're saying, but how much of it could yeah. be cut to straight to that part of it too? No, I was saying preach when you were talking about <laughs> that psalm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that part of where I differ a bit with my field in this area is that. Oftentimes we think about unwanted sexual behavior, sexual addiction as an escape from reality. Like it's, it's something that we're finding a surrogate pleasure, which, I, sure, I can agree with almost all of that. But I think part of what we miss when we say that is that almost everybody, when you really ask them about their unwanted sexual behavior, very few people say like, wow, like pornography is a great dimension of my life. And like I look back at all of my infidelity and that's brought a lot of goodness to my life. No one (laughs) ever says that. And so I think this notion of like, you know, the theology, the gospel is concerned with the good, the true, and the beautiful. And so oftentimes when we are in the, you know, at the height of our sexual brokenness, all we think about is like freedom from our sexual behavior. But I think part of what the gospel invites us into is like, what is your freedom for? And as you just outlined, it's about goodness, it's about beauty, it's about delight. And that's what our hearts are restless until we find. And so that was just, you know, a huge push within this book. And I also created a kind of an online course journey to actually invite people into knowing their story, uh, knowing their the themes that bring them to their unwanted behavior of all kinds. Hmm. Uh, so the course title of that is uh, 
the heart of man journey. So you can find that at the heart of man journey dot or not the heart. It's heart of man journey dot com. Okay. Um, and that's what we wanted to do for churches and small groups is to really equip people to begin to identify how their story shapes their sexual choices um, so that they can actually get to that life of freedom and beauty that we've been talking about. Yeah. Jay, thank you so much for your time. It's a, uh... It's been really insightful, and, and, and I'm glad that we could have this opportunity. To people, again, the book is called Unwanted, How Sexual Brokenness Reveals Our Way to Healing. And uh, and uh, we do have podcasts, so we'll have this one up maybe before the day is over, and uh, and then people can listen through again at, at their convenience at our website, WFIL.com. Jay, thank you so much again for your time. It's been a pleasure. Tim, I so enjoyed it. Thank you for having me on. Sure. Day. Have a great rest of the day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jay Stringer, author of Unwanted, will take our final break. Come back, and uh, if you'd like to win a copy of that book, I have a couple here. Send me a quick text to 610-500-3683. 610-500-3683. Just need first and last name, where you're from, and the word unwanted. And I'll make sure to put you in a little drawing here we'll have to give a couple copies away. Back in a moment, AM 560 WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 4.53. Listen to The Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL and WFIL.com. Sometimes it's the very last try where you succeed. My cell phone would not charge three days ago. Just no matter what. Over the weekend, it actually just shut off a couple times. So I watched my daughters play soccer. It was cold. I thought it had to do with the cold. It went from like 60% to zero. But they charged both times. charged both times. But yeah, about three days ago, I went to charge and it didn't even acknowledge the, the charger. And, it, you know, the thing fit well. I didn't think it was a problem with the port or whatever. So I prayed all day and working on it and working on it and try it again, try with a different cord, try my laptop, try to plug into the wall. It doesn't matter. Somebody else's adapter didn't matter. And so I go over to the mall to, you know, see if they can take a look at it or what are the options here. And lo and behold, I try it one last time, pray one more time and boom, it starts charging and it's currently working. And I only mention that, actually, as an interesting side note, that I'm able to get a replacement, as it turns out. So that's where I'm headed because I don't want to wait till it's, you know, maybe there really is a problem. But I mention that because sometimes, you know, you hear about something or, you, or you're, you know, over and over and over and nothing has changed. And then the last thing that, you know, you hear about, it, it pushes you into action. So I want to give you a quick heads up. It's a time sensitive in the sense we mentioned, number one. This is Family Life's Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference. It starts at 7 o'clock, a couple hours, a little over a couple hours from now, in King of Prussia at the Crown Plaza. Hundreds of couples are going, but there's still room for more, and you can still go. So it's not too late. You've been hearing about it on the radio station for a long time. Whether your marriage is doing pretty well or not so well, it's not too late to go. Just want to let you know that that's an option. If you want to give it a shot, you go to uh, just you know, Google uh, Family Life Weekend to Remember and, uh, and get yourself over there. Secondly, that's tonight, tomorrow, and first part of Sunday as far as that that uh, conference. The other thing is also happening tonight this weekend. Calvary Chapel is having their men's conference in Philadelphia. They've done these events all over the place, and they've more recently, uh, Pastor Joe from Straight from the Heart and Calvary Chapel senior pastor was on with us. Recently, he talked about that and uh, you know, about the conference and how they, now they do them more at 
um, more at the uh, at the church. Just obviously more cost effective that way. And so, just talk with Pastor Joe about the conference that's happening tonight, which is free. We have uh, a men's conference, and it begins on uh, Friday evening. Communion. We worship. Great night of worship and testimony. And we have a number of speakers, Mike Rozelle and John Randall and uh, uh, Sandy Adams, just some great Bible teachers in, and uh, it's going to be a great time. I'm just looking forward to it. So the conference is free. Everybody's invited. So And it's Friday and Saturday, so 16 and yep. 17 uh, Friday night. You start, you know, roughly, is it like a Start night? Friday evening, yep, at 7.30. Okay. Communion service. We have some guys giving their testimony. Then afterwards, there's free wings and ice cream. Ooh, yes. uh, I think we ordered over <laughs> four thousand wings. So <laughs> that's a nice move. And then Saturday, <laughs> yeah. all Saturday's a and pretty. Then Saturday full starts at nine and it goes till about three in the afternoon. That's great. So I, I think I've heard a little blurb on the on our station uh, where you kind of in, encourage the ladies say, you know, kick your guy out of the house, give him. Yeah. <laughs> If he doesn't come back change, you get your money back. Yeah. That's why they're free. <laughs> that's good. So that's tonight. And uh, a, a great blend of God-honoring, really, and, and sense of humor that Pastor Joe has. And it should be a wonderful evening. So that's at Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia tonight. And again, uh, that's absolutely free. Coming down the home stretch of our program, oh, uh, ccphilly.org, by the way, ccphilly.org, if you'd like more info on that. So uh, as we wrap up, we had Jay Stringer, the author of the book Unwanted, uh, How Sexual Brokenness Reveals Our Way to Healing. It was just a little while ago there. And earlier in the program, we had uh, Ben Malcolmson, who is the uh, special assistant to the Seattle Seahawks head coach, Pete Carroll, on. And he wrote a book called Walk On. And we have a brand new text line up and running. So if you would like to put your name in the running for either of those books, just text your name and where you're from and the words either walk on for the book uh, with Ben Malcolmson and how to you know, persevere in God's hand and, and as you pursue and seek what his plan will be for your life or the Jay Stringer book, Unwanted. Either put walk on or unwanted in your text and we'll draw some winners after the show and uh, get your addresses off the air and all that sort of thing. Once again, the new text line for this program is 610-500-3683. 610-500-3683, which also spells the word dove, interestingly enough. We just got the number, and it happens to end in dove because we're sweet like that. Uh, Jim Maxim, X413 Ministries, is going to pray next, and then we'll turn things over to Alistair Begg with Truth For Life at 5 o'clock. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Lord willing, see you Monday. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.